Hello, this is Ron Carthen from Ron Nick's Rundown. And coming up in this episode, me and my brother will discuss what's going on in the NBA playoffs so far. Plus, I interview Brian H. Waters from the Wrestling Realm and Break It Down podcast as we discuss the biggest wrestling topics, including the superstar shakeup in the WWE. But first, here's a Kendrick Lamar instrumental. What's going on, everyone? This is Ron Carthen for the second episode of Ron Nick's Rundown. And uh, with me is uh, Nick Carthen. Nick, how's it going? It's all right. Yeah, so how do you feel about uh, you know, after the first episode? Uh, how's the feedback been? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, you know, I have a lot of people saying they liked it. You know, uh, I Exactly. Uh, just to let you guys know, this is definitely our second episode. I am Ron Carthen from 8 News, but remember, this is not an 8 News podcast, okay? And Nick doesn't want to tell you where he works, so we got that squared away right now. <laughs> but right now, but right now, we want to talk about uh, what's going on in the NBA playoffs. It is the pretty much, uh, it's definitely been over a week now since the playoffs have started. Uh, Nick, what has jumped out at you so far? Um, the Pelicans. Hmm. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty shot. They up 2-0 right now on the Blazers. You know, I thought it was going to be game time, but right now it's holiday time. Holiday season. Yeah. It- <laughs> it's holiday season. Man, Drew Holiday has, I can't believe how good of a, de- a defender he's been so far. What is, what just, what did you take of Drew Holiday? He, man, he said a big in game two for sure. Um, I mean, he's, he's playing like, um, all-star holiday when he was in the sixties before he got, uh, traded. Right. And uh, he's, he earned his check now. I mean, he's been earning it all season, but uh, now you can see it on national stage. He earned that check. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And Anthony Davis, he's just been unstoppable. I mean, I, you can't stop. They can't stop him. There's no. And I know the game three. And guys, right, just like you know, we're watching. We're doing this podcast right now at halftime of the Heat and the Sixers game. So we have not watched them yet. I know they're playing right now. They're playing this evening. But uh, yeah. What's your take on Anthony Davis? Do they have a, do the Blazers have a solution to stop this guy? Stop him? Uh, not right now. I think they need to be more worried about Rondo and Holiday. I mean, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis gonna get his points, so they need to get keep Rondo from um getting everybody involved. I think that's where they need to start at. Mm-hmm. Rondo's getting everybody involved, and you know, you know, Holiday he's just feeding off of playoff Rondo's uh aura. Yeah. Knocking down shots. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, playoff Rondo is definitely the best Rondo, and uh, one of the best. It's definitely one of the best Rondos <laughs> you'll have in the in the league. And I think he's just been he's been out. I think he's definitely been the X factor for the Pelicans two and zero start. It definitely is stunning. I didn't expect them to win the first two at Portland, but just and going into that, man, I, one of my most disappointing players has definitely been Damian Lillard. I thought Damian Lillard was gonna. Ball out, it is, you know, CJ McCollum as well. Both of them have not really stepped up. What you think, Nick? Yeah, I don't know, man. He get eight up, man. I don't know who mattered. Is it him or Eric Bledsoe? Yeah. Drew Bledsoe, as terrible she called him. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. The 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 nerve of uh, of Eric Bledsoe saying that uh, he doesn't know who Terry Rozier is. He's the one, like Charles Barkley said, he's the one that's that's beating you down right now. Yeah, you know, I know that's Charles is kicking your ass. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, he that, Charles is exactly right. I mean, the Celtics, goodness gracious. I mean, talk about that. Yeah, you pretty much been you you pretty much nailed it so far with this so series. So far, I am right. You know, I don't like you know patting myself on the back, but you know, we're <laughs> halfway through. You know, I don't want to get on my Kevin Hart right now. I don't want to talk too much. Let it play on. Play yeah. on a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I just think yeah, Terry Rozier. I think and you know Jalen Brown. He 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 was definitely cooking in game two. Goodness gracious, yeah. dropped thirty points. It, it was just insane. Um. Yeah, I mean, is there any way do you think the Bucks will pretty much find a solution back home? Nope. <laughs> just like I say, win one game and it's over in five. <laughs> oh, I get one. Oh, I tell you, you know, Giannis, I he he played pretty well, but goodness, I, yeah, Eric Bledsoe, what in the world? I like I said, he has not played, he has not stepped up and hasn't played well in this series at all. And I know uh, Jabari Parker had a little bit of issue with the Bucks. Uh, I guess I believe with playing time. I believe. I don't know what I don't know what that's about, but uh, <laughs> but I, it, so the dysfunction I guess is there, sort of, like you mentioned. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. We'll see if uh, yeah, I think they'll get a new coach by the end of uh, by this off season. They'll definitely get a new coach for sure. Um, th- what other series have jumped out at you? Oh, uh, right now would be the Rockets in Minnesota. I was expecting. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns to do a lot more than what he's doing right now. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, my um, God. He's another one of my disappointments right now. Carl, Carl Anthony Towns has been, I mean, only five points and ten boards last night against the against the, uh, against the Rockets. Rockets. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting tongue-tied with that. But it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous um, how bad he was. But, yeah, but how? I mean, James Harden played about as bad as you have played and all of a sudden, he just did not do well last night. He just didn't do well, period. And they and the Rockets still won by 20. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the, the Wiggins effect, man. You know what I'm saying? Wiggins, he's a good <laughs> player, man. But I, I really think he's going to be the odd man out. <laughs> Goodness gracious. How soon do you think they'll part? Yeah, like you said, you they, that, they're going to part ways with Wiggins. That's what you definitely predict. No, no yeah, they're going to part. I, it's it's going to happen. I, I, I'm not going to say it's going to happen overnight or the draft, but it will happen. Um, um, yeah, they're going to make a decision. Yeah, Carnes and Towns ain't going nowhere. So, mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, you know, he holds his own. So, yeah. It's a third down and making max max money and not producing max uh, <laughs> stats. No disrespect. I think he's a great player. I think you do great on another team. You just don't fit that team. Right. <laughs> and uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ron and Nick's Rundown. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ron Carthen. The other co-host is here, Nick Carthen, on the phone right now. Um, and and later on in this podcast, we'll, I did an interview with Brian H. Waters from the Wrestling Realm and Break It Down podcast. We talked about a lot about the wrestling business. And we'll get to so, uh, give some of your thoughts, Nick, on, on the WWE Shake Up in a second. But I want to talk about some other things in the what what's going on. So LeBron definitely stepped up. He just said, yeah, "Look, I'm going to score, and the rest of you get out the way." That's what he did in Game Two. <laughs> basically. Yep. So. Yeah, basically he did that. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about uh, his performance as far as uh, in Week Two? And, what do you, and do you think do you think this is a momentum shift for the Cavs heading to Indianapolis, or do you think the Pacers still have the momentum heading? back home because to be honest with you, LeBron borrowed but they still only won by three 
last night. Pacers actually had a pretty good comeback effort, but unfortunately, uh, they just couldn't. They couldn't beat the Cavs and take it too well. They put all the LeBron stands at uh, at ease. Mm-hmm. So uh, I give him that. I give him that, you know. But it's it's gonna be hard, man. But he gonna have to keep that up. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, Kevin Love ain't out, you know, for those period of time or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't know his status, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be hard to keep that kind of energy up for to win four games, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, your jury's still out. You know, yep. I'm not saying they have in the clear right now. They just gave you know. Cleveland fans and LeBron fans are woosah. Woo, all right. Yeah, LeBron <laughs> back. Hell yeah, I told y'all. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, one who's been playing well, Victor Oladipo, I think, has played well in this series. Yeah. Um, I figured this would be one of his coming out series. Um, how about he? About, yeah, go ahead. What about Tristan Kardashian? What's up with him? Oof, oof boy. <laughs> Oh I mean, boy! Thompson, what's good? Man? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Eighty-two million dollar contract, man. You got to, you know, get the floor. Yeah, he, uh, ugh. yeah, I just, I've just not been impressed with Tristan Thompson, to be honest. He just doesn't stand out to me. He really doesn't. I mean, it's, 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 it's boy. Yeah, they, man, he just, he just doesn't seem like somebody I, I would trust in a big playoff game. To be honest with you, protecting the rim, I just don't. I don't know what it is about him. I just don't like him. <laughs> he doesn't get paid to do. He just, that's his job. Yeah. <laughs> Rebound and attack. Yeah, it's too much money. Yeah. You know, he's going to have to tighten up, man. It's not looking good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward. I'm definitely ready to see how that looks on uh, on Friday. Well, pretty much in game three on Friday. It's going to be it's gonna be huge. It's gonna, definitely going to be huge. Uh, what's going to happen in that matchup? Um, another one of rap goodness, rap, Raptors and the Wizards. Uh, pretty much the fall of the Wizards. Pretty much, they definitely they they just don't look good. They just don't look good. I mean, they they blew it in, in game one. They really had their chance in game one, but game game two, they just completely looked like an eight seed that is lost. Um, I, the Raptors and as far as the Raptors concerned, Raptors. Demar Derozan had thirty seven in game two. I think the Raptors are looking pretty much like a one seed. What do you think? It's not a good look at all. And, you know, Bradley Beal didn't look good at all game two. He just looks – he looked lost in game two or just pretty much frustrated. Um, I just did, I just don't see um, it getting any better for the Wizards at all. I, I'm just ready for the Raptors to just go ahead and put them out and just be done with it. Um, but right now, like I said, uh, right now we're, we're looking at the Sixers in heat right now. Definitely a close one in the second half. Um but uh, what do you what are your thoughts pretty much on uh, that series? Uh, the Sixers got got caught sleeping. They got fat. They got fat game too, man. They was feeling themselves. You know, like all right, we gonna rally these boys. It's gonna be another round. They got smacked in the mouth. So <laughs> Joel Embiid is back. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank he... you, Joel, for coming back. <laughs> uh, yeah, they looking they look, they look good tonight. Um, I don't 
think Miami. I think Miami's gonna still lose the series, but it might go to six. Yeah, uh, but uh, Miami will. Uh, I don't think it got enough to hold off uh, the Sixers. Mm. And um, Hassan Whiteside, buyer's yeah. remorse right now. Buyer's remorse. <laughs> Ninety six million fail. Ninety six million. And right now, well, he, you know, he, I think he might do all right just as well as playing. But the past two games, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nah, bro. You know, you ain't even finishing games. Yeah, it, it definitely is not looking good for for Whiteside at all at right now. But we'll see if he turns turn things around. Uh, I'm not sure how confident I am that he'll do it. But sooner or later, but he's got to wake up and realize, you know, he's definitely one of the more important players on the team. He has to wake up and realize that at some point. Um, I know I'm definitely missing something. Oh, the Thunder, right? Thunder and the Jazz. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that, especially game two. Donovan Mitchell now has an NBA record for the most points by a guard in the first two games that made playoffs, 55 points. Um, he's mm-hmm. definitely looking like a rookie of the year candidate. And yeah, it's Ben Simmons. But go ahead. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, just said, I, just said, I just said candidate. I just said candidate. But he looks every bit like a heck of an NBA uh, player out there. Definitely look like somebody that was ready for postseason. And then the Thunder. Good Lord. Uh, game two, Westbrook, Paul George, and Carmelo went 0 for 14 in the fourth quarter. Can someone please explain to me? How terrible that is, and how can three your big three do that? They cannot do that the rest of the series. What just to give you a take on that series? Uh yeah, that was uh that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> that was bad for business. <laughs> <laughs> bad for the team. I, it won't happen again. I guarantee you that. Yeah. It won't happen again. But mm-hmm. um, if they lose this series, yeah, you know the big three is over. Yeah. You know? Paul George is gone. Ooh, Paul George is Mello, gone. Melo may opt out so you get him a three-year deal. Yeah. <laughs> Be back to just rusting the cast. Yeah. So they got to tighten it up. I mean, it was only after one game, but yeah, I don't see that happening again. Yeah, absolutely. And then the two other players I thought did well in that game that definitely got slept on is Ricky Rubio and Derek Favors. I thought looked great. I thought Favors went 20 and, 20 and 16 and I remember uh, Rubio, I believe, had 24, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, I thought they both looked. I thought they both looked fantastic um, with Donovan Mitchell. What do you What are your thoughts on the Jazz? I always like Ricky Rubio. I thought he. I thought the Jazz got a steal when they got him from Minnesota. I was kind of. I was upset with Minnesota let him go. I was like, got Jeff Teague. I was like, oh, okay, but you know, Rubio <laughs> can really pass that ball. Right. And uh, Derek Favors, you know. He's a great, great player. Oh, well, a good player. You know, he's not an all-star that right now, but you know, he's been pretty solid throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he'd be able to duplicate what he did, what he did, but there will be in Utah, so maybe he might get fifteen and ten. But yeah, <laughs> I definitely think I, I, like I told everyone, that's going to be one of the more intriguing series. In this thing and I, in this playoffs, that I think I think this could really go deep into six or seven games. I really do. I truly, uh-huh. truly do. And one of the series, I know the Warriors and Spurs. Warriors up two games zero. Like I said, this 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 broadcast, this uh, podcast is being recorded before this game tonight. But uh, it's definitely tough. Greg Popovich uh, losing his wife is definitely tough. Uh, definitely yeah. tough news to hear. Um, he uh, he obviously he won't be coaching. Um, game three, you know, t- take as much time as you can, Pop. As much time yep. as you can. 
And as for this series, uh, man, goodness, I'm ready for the Warriors to just end this series. To be honest with you, I don't yeah. see a ch- I don't see why this series needs to go any further than four games. What do you think? One, two, three, Cancun. That's what I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a wrap. This is yeah. a wrap right here. This is not. This is not going to end well. I mean, they might put up a fight tonight for the coach, you know. But uh, yeah, other than that, hey, this is a wrap. This is a tune-up. Yeah. And the Spurs gonna have to retool in the offseason, you know. Like you said, needs to take all the time he needs, you know, for him and his family. You know, a sad story, sad, sad here. You know, our condolences go out to the uh, Red Poppages and the family and the uh, yeah. Spurs family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as far as the team wise and playing, it's yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't see it. Period. I mean. What happens to Kawhi Leonard this offseason is definitely going to be interesting. I know right now I'm looking at all these rumors. I don't do rumors much until something really happens. I know Kawhi Leonard, both L.A. teams are going to try to plan to get him this offseason for what I'm reading. Yeah. But like I said, I don't really do much of the uh, much of that at all uh, as far as the rumors. But do you think you can see him in L.A. or do you see him somewhere else? Uh, it's going to take a, a deal that Spurs is willing to get uh, to- to take to get them. If not, you know, they're just going to sit on them. I really don't think they will uh, mm-hmm. let them go. Let them sit, you know. Um, he'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, I can see him in L.A. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. You can go different places. But, you know, if I was, as a businessman and a GM, um, I would definitely trade somebody outside my conference, trade it to another team outside my conference, let somebody in conference has a better deal. Right. For me, but you know, I'm all, I'm a firm believer in trading somebody outside of college. You ain't got to see him that much. The impact to you in the playoffs is not as hard, right? Unless you beat him in the finals, yeah, right? So, <laughs> man, yeah, but it's gonna be like I said. It's interesting. I'm, it's, the NBA playoffs at least has my attention in the first round this year. It's been some, it's been some good series, and then there's some others that just haven't been, you know, pretty much what I expected. Definitely, dominant one team dominating the other. But we're going to see going forward, but I'm definitely looking forward to how the rest of the playoffs shakes up this year. Uh, before I before I play um, my interview uh, that we I recorded with uh, Brian H. Waters this week from the Wrestling Realm and Break It Down podcast, Nick, I want to ask you about the uh, WWE shakeup, um, Superstar shakeup. But before I t- ask, get your opinion, I let you know, guys, uh, some people that were that made it like on Raw: Jinder Mahal, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Definitely some of the top tier guys that made it over to Raw, including Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre from NXT made his return to Raw, to Raw and back in the main roster, which is a great story to me. But SmackDown, goodness gracious, they got The Miz. They got, uh, from NXT, CN Almas. They got Sanity, but Sanity, for some reason, did not bring over Nikki Cross. I'm very disappointed with that. I mean, they got Samoa Joe. And it, let's go. And the, the return of Big Cass. Big Cass is now with SmackDown Live as well. I know I'm missing a big name as well, but Jeff Hardy bringing the U.S. title back in SmackDown Live. Um, far as I'm concerned, uh, SmackDown won in a blowout. Um, <laughs> but what's your take on both Raw and SmackDown? Yeah, I think SmackDown definitely won the uh, shakeup battle. I think their storylines are a lot stronger. We'll, we'll, we'll be stronger with that uh, with that talent. I just think that with Samoa Joe, he's so versatile. And storylines, and 
you know, with The Miz and Daniel Bryan, I'm pretty sure that's going to be worked up into something. Oh, my God, that's going to be so good. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. It's just, it's just a lot they can do in SmackDown right now. Oh, it's just a lot of talent, and I think it's going to be for great television. Now, Raw, Raw always has the good talent, great show, but you know my take on the championship, Universal Championship. I just, you know, as great as Brock is, I'm getting real tired of seeing him holding that belt hostage. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we only seen it every quarter of the year. <laughs> well, once a quarter. Well, you know, he is going to be at the Greatest Royal Rumble next week against Roman Reigns in a steel cage match. Right. <laughs> <laughs> at Saudi Arabia. I will definitely be watching, and uh, you know, hopefully things may change. But I, I, like I said, Greatest Brock is, you know. You know, I just think they just got so much talent that they can be exposing instead of holding... Brock Lesnar as a champion, you know, I can't be kind of stunting the growth of a lot of your talent on Raw. Right. You I, know. Mm-hmm. I, so. I definitely see that. I also see the fact that Brock Lesnar is definitely one of their biggest names. And I, don't, I, I kind of sort of get that you don't want to water him down every month, which is fine because you wanted that big star attraction to give you the, a big anticipation when he comes out. Of yeah, it. I agree. At the tunnel, but at the same time, you're absolutely right. I mean, at some point, somebody who is there pretty much every week needs to have a title, needs to have that title at some point. I think Brock Lesnar will hold on to that belt until sometime. I don't, like I said, I, my prediction is SummerSlam. I think SummerSlam will be the end of Brock Lesnar holding that title, and we don't know what's going to happen with him and UFC if he's going to, he will return over there to the heavyweight division. So we'll definitely see. It's going to be interesting. It definitely will be interesting. But all right, Nick, I'm going to let you go ahead and get going. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, air this interview here with Brian H. Waters. But thanks for thanks for joining us today. I know you got things to do, but um, but thanks for joining us. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to us to do this again in week, not week, week three, in episode three. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> all right, most definitely. Now my interview with Brian H. Waters. All right, well, my next guest is the co-host of The Wrestling Realm and also has his own podcast called Break It Down. And welcome to my guest this time, Brian H. Waters. Brian, thanks for joining us. Well, me, actually. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> thanks, Brian. I appreciate you having Absolutely, man. Uh, first of all, uh, before we get started with this interview, I know today uh, the passing of Bruno San Martino is definitely big around the wrestling world. Just uh, share your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. And right before Warrior died, if you remember, 
yes. still had Bret Hart was there, Bruno was there, Dusty Rose, Roddy Piper, yeah. Ultimate Warrior, Oof. The Rock, Austin, Triple H. We had all these legends. Triple H said he's a legend, but he was on the card. Right. You know, <laughs> and Undertaker and um, Shawn Michaels was around. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously John Cena and of course my boy James Ryan. Right. Yeah, I mean that, that definitely was a memorable day, and uh, that Bruno definitely was a big pioneer for this wrestling business, and he'll definitely be missed for sure. Um, let's get started here. Let me talk. Uh, how did Wrestling Realm and Break It Down podcast get started? Everything had to mean something. So that's 
Right. And I, I tell you, I tell people all the time, man, if you have a passion, go for it. I mean, don't let nobody stop you. Just do what you got to do, man. If you want, you know, to, to make your dreams come true. And you're definitely, you guys are doing that right now for sure. Yeah, man. And, and where do you guys see? Okay. All right. <laughs> Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead and talk about the podcast, man. I didn't want to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> listen to that uh, podcast today I, I definitely enjoyed it um and i was gonna ask you a couple of things about that yeah but i was gonna definitely uh ask you a couple of questions about that um uh, as well yeah but it, it'll be good questions though it ain't gonna be nothing <laughs> nothing too crazy but um well <laughs> So where do you see your brand and your brand in the future, you and Dwayne's brand in the future? And also, where do you see other wrestling, uh, the sports journalism world right now, you know, with Fightful and wrestling compadres and et cetera? Where do you guys see that in the in the future? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm officially making the Cowboys number two. But then after they were the way to release my book, guys. All right. I said, you know what? It's time to wrap this thing up. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> but And I was at ESPN as well. I was there for actually, goodness gracious, that was a while ago. Um, <laughs> very several. It was definitely several years ago. Probably, I think it's been ten years now since I've been since I was there. That was during my production assistant training as well. I didn't quite make it. Um, I'll share that story at some point in the near future <laughs> in a podcast. But uh, but I mean, I mean, like I mean, it's it is what it is, man. I mean, I did my best, <laughs> and it's. Simple as that, but all right. Let me ask you uh, some uh, things about the superstar shakeup. Well, first of all, I'm going to say this. Okay. I th- I think uh, Smack. I think we can both agree. SmackDown Live uh, pretty much won, but me for for me it was a blowout. <laughs> SmackDown Live definitely won this thing. Um, <laughs> so tell me what what are your thoughts on both Raw? And, hey, yeah, go ahead. So when I watched Monday Night Raw, my first thoughts were, Wow, Raw is fast. You know, they got Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, they got Bobby Roode. Well, first of all, here's my thing. I actually think Cian Thomas actually like that's one of my favorite picks. I actually like Cian Thomas what he did in NXT and him and Selena Vegas. I think I think they both are going to be great. I think in SmackDown, but I like I said, it is it is definitely a lot. Like you said, a lot of workhorses on SmackDown. So we'll see how that goes. Um, 
So I was giving, I guess you said your your MVP was pretty much up that uh, the SmackDown Live was pretty much Samoa Joe. Who do you think was the best pick as far as Raw? <laughs> Think that I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that rivalry. I've been wanting that rivalry for quite some time to, to flourish in the ring, and I, I can't wait until it happens. And it's going to be a great one-on-one -on -one match. It's going to be definitely a great, a great story to tell for sure, especially with the social social media feud <laughs> that happened. And I get and I saw the Miz last night. Uh, I'm trying to remember, was that a real baby that they had last night? Or was that just a um? <laughs> it was. And I was like, yeah, something seemed a little uh, too perfect about uh, Maurice at that point, holding, <laughs> holding a child. Yeah, at this point, a fake child. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. also, um, let's talk about WrestleMania 34. Uh, first of all, did you go down to WrestleMania 34 this year, or did you watch it at home? Yeah, so what did you think about the WrestleMania? Uh, uh, okay. I, I, I loved it, man. Um, so, I'll say this. To me, WrestleMania, the first five or six matches, I looked at my friends. We were all there. My boys, Andre, and the Flacco's on. They also have a show. Um, they, I looked at them, and I said, Yeah, I know what? This is on the day. That's what WrestleMania happened. Then the SmackDown tag, SmackDown tag, Personally, I spoke to my brother about this. I thought that match should have closed the show, to be honest with you. I, you know, you want to talk about the women's revolution. I thought that would have been a perfect time to step up, step it to the next level and have women main event WrestleMania. But that did not happen. It happened. The match act happened far earlier. <laughs> but, but yeah, I but I. Remember WrestleMania is going to be that 
Right. You know? So like, I know for instance, I went to, so I've been there roughly in I was going to ask you about Ronda Rousey. Uh, what do you think of her? How what her impact is going to be here in WWE? definitely see it myself i think ronda is going to be great and i'm definitely ready to see what she does down the road for sure um what are your thoughts on nxt uh takeover well first i know the next one will be in chicago in june but i thought that card was was completely great from start to finish uh what were your thoughts on that I mean, I would, yeah, I definitely would not have expected Roderick Strong to turn heel. I know Bobby Fish has a, an ACL injury and he'll be out, but I did not expect that at, that he would be the guy to join him at all. It was definitely a shock to me. Um, I didn't expect him to be the one to turn on Pete Dunne of all people. That's more of a Pete Dunne type thing. <laughs> but I just didn't, ex- I didn't expect that at all, and I, I definitely enjoyed that moment as well. Um, that, but that I thought Gorgano. Like I said, Champa, they they told such a great story. They took took some crazy bumps 
And um, <laughs> and uh, I didn't say Gorgano. I think Gorgano. I don't know what it, he just seems like. He's like one of the best storytellers in the ring. Do you agree with that? Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, well, this dude is really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I really do. I think I think he's great. But um, let me move on to some things uh, outside of WWE. Uh, for sure, it's a lot of indie stuff that's going on. Obviously, Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes, I definitely saw it. Did you see Super Card of Honor at all? Or? Oh, man. I saw the, so I watched NXT and that's why I was Oh man! <laughs> what was the supporting about the match? What did you, what did you like about it? Okada's great. I definitely like the rain. You talk about the Rainmaker, right? I, he's he's great. I definitely enjoy him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Is I would say New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, I, I have my subscription to that. Um, ever since Wrestle this year's Wrestle yeah, Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's incredible. Um, but I didn't expect that one. I didn't expect you to say that was a disappointing match. Well, I I don't know why. I don't know. I I I, I liked it. <laughs> That's just me though. That's. <laughs> Yeah, most definitely. Do you did you see um let's see, a couple of things I did want to say. Um Cody Rhodes, I think Cody Rhodes what, what do you think of Cody Rhodes' impact uh outside of ever since he's he's left? I definitely um, think is taking advantage of his uh, opportunities away from the WWE is definitely Austin Aries. He has collected, I don't know, so many belts. He calls himself the belt collector, which I think is brilliant. And my understanding, he wants to go after the TV title next at Ring of Honor. Uh, what do you think of uh, Austin Aries' impact so far? All right, so I'm on 
a different, I look at it from a different way. You imagine if you had a one dream girl and you do her wrong, mm-hmm. but, you, but then she gets tired of it. Right. And then you walk around and you just go start racking up as many females as you possibly can. <laughs> That's what Austin Mary was doing. Right. <laughs> actually some good points to be honest that's a good points about Austin Aries I definitely didn't see it that way before um like I said I just it, it just seemed to me it seemed like he you know he was doing his job doing great jobs with his promo but yeah I've never seen it that way and I I, I actually agree you're absolutely right um <laughs> but sure um I, I never like I said I've never seen it that way <laughs> and he has a he has a you know the triple threat match this weekend at uh Impact Redemption um so we'll see how that goes um uh, for sure um, do you plan on seeing uh, Impact Redemption on uh, on Sunday? Uh, not really. I probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I probably the I haven't. I mean, you know, once you get a WWE Network, it's kind of hard to go to traditional pay-per-view. Right. Yeah, you know, we're Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me ask you this: uh, What wrestlers do we uh, outside of WWE that uh, that people are sleeping on that people need to pay attention to? Yes. You know, uh, every time I see a Zach Sabre 
Yeah. As so. Mm hmm. those days as a kid uh wrestlers going against jobbers <laughs> on on saturdays and sundays know, right? <laughs> those were definitely the days yeah, for- small world man i mean wrestling is just that, that kind of a business man but uh listen um that, uh, that oh, oh i'm sorry i didn't want to cut you off were you, were you gonna say something else brian oh no no I'm so sorry. Oh, okay i'm sorry about that but i definitely appreciate you coming on man sharing everything uh how can people reach you Drop me a five star rating so I can climb up in the brink. Uh, we're on uh, 
Stitcher, Google Play, and on Facebook. And my Facebook fan page is Brian H. Warren. All right. Most definitely. But, Brian, Brian, appreciate you coming on, man. Definitely sharing your wrestling insight. Uh, hope we can talk again soon. I appreciate it. Oh, man. You don't know how much I appreciate you, uh, you know, inviting me over here. It's an honor. You know, I'm, I'm happy. You know, I'm so happy to have you on the show. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, most definitely. Appreciate it, man. Before I get out of here today, I definitely want to discuss uh, a show that's getting ready to end or will end by the time you listen to this podcast. Scandal is is coming to an end after seven seasons. And Kerry Washington, I thought, did an incredible job as Olivia Pope. And this show definitely was a trailblazer for other shows for black women to lead roles like Taraji P. Henson, Empire, or Gabriel Union and Be Mary Jane, and Viola Davis, Aggravated Murder, which is a great show, I'd like to say. This was a great show. It was definitely a trailblazer. And the, the cast, I thought, did a great job. And Shonda Rhimes, she did a great job with this group. And I am definitely see what the future holds. Carrie Washington in the future. I know Shauna Rhimes, she'll continue to do her shows. And it's going to be great. I'm definitely looking forward to see how everything goes down the road. Well, everyone, this is Ron Carthur from Ron and Nick's Rundown. See you all next time.